up, everyone? Welcome to episode 238 of the Left Coast Leafs podcast. I'm Sean Orr, joined by good buddy Trevor Bast. We've lost two games in a row now. The season is in shambles. It is. It's it's spooky. It's spooky. <laughs> that game was such a fucking nothing burger tonight. I don't like quoting Trump or or giving giving like promise promotion to Trump phrases, but that was a that was a fucking terrible hockey game. I actually thought after they changed the lines in the second period, they dominated them. They're the much better team. Like once they brought Yarn Croak up to the top line and, and put Bertuzzi with Domi and Kampf, I, I thought that was, I thought they were the better team. You know what domination looks like to me? Winning. Yeah, winning, winning Stanley Cups, winning games. So you, you don't think domination is is having a six on four and ends up being a Klingberg shot that <laughs> seals it? That's not it. That's not it. Okay, let's let's get it. Okay. First of all, I got a beer from Liquor Planet today. Very nice. Yeah, right in your wheelhouse, man. It's IPA? The, it's the Beetlejuice Beet Blueberry and Blackberry Sour Ale. That is not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> it's not. And it's from Foamer's Folly. We've had those in the pod before. It's a it's a uh, Pitt Meadows uh, brewery. And... Mm. Uh, and I quote, this vibrant sour has been pumped up by the addition of beetroot, blackberry, and blueberry, creating a puckeringly sour and deliciously <laughs> juicy beer. I didn't even pre-read that. I nailed it. Yeah, it must have been a big font. It's a great, it's, a, it's white on black. I mean, what, do you, what, like, what else can you, like, what else can you ask for? It's very, it's very traditional. So it's been a, it's been a week, eh? We've had, um, we've had a loss to Chicago at home there. Connor Bedard dominated us. No, he was all right. <laughs> he didn't even get a point, and we lost. <laughs> I know. And uh, then tonight, the the team that the team that uh, not only beat us but embarrassed us, punked us, injured Matthew Nyes, screamed in the face of our goalie when they had the series-winning overtime goal, but they couldn't get the gumption up. The the, the coach had to put the lines in the blender after the first period because they just didn't have enough fucking give a shit factor. Well, I, I thought the, the line, the, the only line that was good the entire game was the Tavares, uh, Willie Nye's, uh, line. And then I was shocked to see that Nye's only played like 11 minutes in that game. Like that guy's a fucking player. He should be playing yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah. Here, here's, here's who my top six is. And you can pick the combination of them. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, Domi, Bertuzzi, and Nyes. Just configure it. Figure it the fuck out and just do it. Those are your six best players. No, it's not. Yeah. You didn't say JT. Oh, who did I miss out? Did I just say five names then? You said Domi, Bertuzzi, Mm -hmm. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Nyes. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Well... I got. I, I. I think Domi. Okay, trade Marner. Trade Marner. Okay, hear me out. No. Um, well, who? Who's? I. I somehow want Domi in the top six, though. I, I Domi, Bertuzzi, and those other four. No, nice. He. You gotta send Nice back to Kamloops. That's it's mint. <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh- I, I liked I liked the Bertuzzi Domi camp, camp line. I thought that they were effective. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about Richard Sherman as a commentator? 
Richard Sherman mm-hmm. on the NFL panel. I haven't. I've been watching hockey. I haven't turned. Oh, okay. Into, uh, he's you, he's good. He's he's got lots of good takes. Yeah, he's pretty Seattle good. guy. You know what I said to Reggie during the game today? Because I kind of like as much as I can shit on Keith sometimes. I ha- I kind of I kind of felt sorry for him tonight after I kind of had that take about like this team punked you and you have no gumption, right? Like yeah, there's no there's no care. Like Willie gets buried into the boards. Geo's on the ice. He doesn't do a Superman from the blue line or anything like that. Like if if Keith could be the GM for one summer, what would he? What would he? What would a, what would a coach do if they could pull the strings one summer? Carte Blanche. What would he do? Like does does Sheldon Keith have the team he wants? Does he have the NHL team that he like always dreamed of coaching? I, I, I have no idea. Like, yeah, I, I just think it's a, I think it's a, 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 a kind of a fun hypothetical question, and it could be like the the topic of an entire podcast once there are you know I don't know for the summer. I don't know. See, I, I think you'll never truly know what what a what a coach would want outside of the rare instances where we've had like Pat Quinn or Lou Lamorello have both titles. Yeah. And like, I don't think we'll ever quite know that. Like I thought, I thought the, they played really bad for a 10 minute stretch in the third period or the start, the end of this first period. Sorry. Yeah. And that, that cost them. I thought they, they, they carried the play. They were very good defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they generated a lot of chances. They, they played well, they played well enough to win. They mm-hmm. didn't. It's, it's game four. Like as much as I want to like, shit on them and like get like oh fucking mm-hmm. florida it's game four and i, I think it, for me it's it's clear that ottawa is going to win the division based <laughs> off of four games so like not, that that's you're not, that's you're not, not wrong clear but thought. you know what no matter what all, all kidding aside they will likely sweep the season series against the leaps they will likely do that like they'll Maybe. just they'll just get up for every single game and they're good and they're good enough to do it I think so like, I think look, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, do I. Yeah, yeah. Like the one glaring thing, like I know we don't want to get too deep into the weeds because mm-hmm. it it hasn't even been two or ten games yet, and that's kind of like what you want to see. Yeah. The, the the one glaring thing for me is Klingberg is not it. Like number three is fucking cursed right now mm. for the Leafs. They went fucking neon Dion the Hall to Klingberg, right? And it's just. Not great. Can you think of any other number three in the Leafs besides those three guys? I'm having a hard time right now. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm drawing a blank. We when we used to do the, the the numbers of all the epi- of the episodes, we we started after episode three. Otherwise, yeah, so we, we, we would have a bit of a database on that. We probably would have went Dion for enough though, but we would have made it the Dion because he's a captain. And he got to honor the captaincy. Yeah, I'll maybe they'll six uh, franchise. Maybe they'll just retire him, like retire his number, just so it can they can get it out of circulation. But if if you had to retire it though, would you retire it under Dion's name or Justin Hall's name? Dion's, he because, was the captain because Justin Hall had 142 minutes of PK time last year. No, I think it was more like 250. Or well, so. like did, he you, was, did you see that stat too? Yeah, he was 150 more minutes than the person that was in second. Yeah, and how, now how do you replace that? That's crazy. The P- PKs look good though. Like, I, like I haven't had an issue with the PK. Yeah. The, like my my issue is is with with Klingberg. It's just he's sloppy with he's the puck. Du- he's du- he's dusty. Like 
you, you, they're probably not going to make the change, but I, I put I would put Riley back on that top unit fast. Yeah. Like so so like, b- bigger bigger regret after four games of a player joining a new team. John Klingberg for um, Brad Tree Living, or Jack Campbell last season for the Oilers GM. Who Craig? Oh, Craig, 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 Craig McTavish. No, I oh, it had. Who is the older GM? Oh, it's Jimmy Devolano. It ha- no, it's Ken Holland. That's right. <laughs> has to be what? It has to be Campbell. Yeah, like he's like for the length of it. Because he he didn't start out well there last year. Like he, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you know, what? I'm just sitting here sipping on a on a beetroot beer, talking shit about. The, the team after four games and we did promise to um to uh evaluate after 10 so what like, you and i texted back and forth a lot this week about the athletics jonas siegel after the last leaf report who was really down on this roster there, like, there was super articles po- negative there was articles posted this week that i swore he wrote in the summer <laughs> yeah, because because well because he talked about he talked the exact same way in every every leaf report over the summer too. Yeah, and last year he was like on the train of like it's early, you can't jump to conclusions, and this was after like fucking twenty five mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. and now he's just ripping it, being like this ain't it, like he's just yeah. has it ready to go. Does that does that make you does that make you kind of like? think or know that like these these beat reporters who are really entrenched with teams for years and years who claim they're not fans that there is some fandom i think you know i've talked about this before in the pod that there is some fandom there or at least maybe a desire to see them do well so they can cover like a playoff run or something like that a hundred percent i'd say there's fandom for the reporters that grew up as fans of that team mm-hmm. like you, you, don't, you don't turn that off like I don't I would think say Jonas James... grew up a hockey fan, though. Because like, if you listen to him on Overdrive, what's that? I, I agree with you. Because <laughs> he like he loves he loves the NBA way more than he loves the NHL as a as a yeah. sport and a league to follow, and Major League Baseball too. Like the the one that's like glaring to me is like Chris Johnson, where he has to like continue to like I'm not a Leafs fan, even though he grew up a fucking huge Leafs yeah. fan. You you don't. I can you, see you, you getting like say that, and Bobby Mack too. Yeah, I could see you just growing like numb to it all because you're around it, like yeah. it's, it's your job. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So like going to like the takes he had this week was just yeah. ripping the roster. And like, sh- sure, the 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 Reeves signing, like it's awesome for everything that he brings mm-hmm. outside of the game. But like tonight, he didn't look good. He played like six minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of like what we're going to see with him. And, and you know what? It is what it is. But the issue right now is Matthews and Marners are playing like fucking 25 minutes a game. And that's not sustainable. No. And you now have Fraser Minton down on the fourth line. He's yeah. going to be going back to Kamloops. Like that's just, yeah. it's, yeah. it's obvious. Like he, but, but he's played well, but he ha- like he's I, played well enough to play the entire year, yeah. but he's not giving you what you would need versus a year of development right. junior. But let me, but okay, I'm glad you brought him up. So let me, let me ask you this though. Okay. Um, uh, sort of piggybacking off of what Jonas's main point is, is that like you can't, you've committed all this money to four or five guys, right? So you just have to just, so and then your bottom six and and depth D 
they're actually just not good enough to get the job done and they're they're dusty and then you throw in a guy like Ryan Reeves at the end of the day and you actually downgrade even the skill of and you get zero like absolutely zero depth scoring so like so circling back to Fraser Minton then like based on the fact that they're already so thin in that department thin on the on the Marlies um like if not Minton who like how, but the, the you, thing you is, don't get better by sending him down but you do because he'll be a better player and it's but, but serving this, him no it's justice. Win. Play, it's, it's win now mode. Playing him eight minutes a night. He played like nine or something but tonight maybe by, on maybe the by fourth February, line. He's playing 11 minutes or 12 minutes and contributing where nobody else would have because they're so cap crunched and so top heavy. Uh, they're not, they're actually not cap crunched. Like they're carrying a 21 man roster right now. They have room. Minton goes down. You, you can call up another player. Like it's not as drastic as, you would think it is in years past In years past we were carrying a 20 man roster and a lot of teams have had to do this emergency call up. So it's, yeah. it's not as bad as it is. So maybe that it's, just proves, maybe that just says that like our bottom six is so irrelevant. Well, I, you could, I disagree, you, could so you could, you could send down Fraser Minton and bring up fucking SpongeBob SquarePants, and it doesn't change your, your chances of winning or losing a fucking hockey game. Never mind a championship because they're but so irrelevant. But you, you, I think you can't lump the third line in as the bottom six. If you have a third line of Bertuzzi, Domi, Camp, I think that they, they played really well tonight. They generated scoring chances. They almost scored. That line will produce. So we're really talking about the fourth line here. I think our top nine is set. So you're looking at a fourth line that will be playing six to ten minutes a night. I'm asking and, hard hitting questions tonight, and you're really responding well. You're, you're, but taking, like, you're taking the heat well tonight. But you're, you're, but you're sitting there and be like, our bottom six is shit. It is. So you're saying Bertuzzi, Domi, uh, Kampf was not a serviceable third line. Okay, let, let me paint a bigger picture, okay? Like, you didn't answer if, my if, question if, first, <laughs> Did they win the game? Did they score a goal? Did they help get us two points tonight? No, they didn't. Like that's that's my measure, and if, if I see it's something if, to build off of, if, if no, if nobody on, if nobody in that bottom six scores double digit goals this year, is that a, is that good? Do you think Domi will score more than ten goals? He might not. It's, he's four games in, and he's he's like if you prorate, so far it's zero. Do you think Bertuzzi will score ten goals? He's in the top six though. He's not. He went down to the third line. Well, just because that's because Keith was so disgusted that he just brought the blender out after the first period. Because if he was the GM for a summer, he would likely trade Marner and Matthews. And once, no, it probably doesn't. Uh, But (laughs) once he made the change with Bertuzzi going down, the Leafs carried the game. To what? A loss. Again, like it's it's did, game did, and, four. And Bobrovsky didn't even steal it. He played well. I mean, so did Samsonov. Yeah, so. we could have won that game. We could have lost that game. That's that's hockey. Like yeah. really, like we had what? Like maybe it's probably with their guys that we probably like a fifty three percent chance of winning that game. You know, you know. I think Stop. at the end of the day, I'm I'm disappointed that they didn't go into a place where they just just got embarrassed. Let's face it, last year. And, I'm not and not even mad. And, and not I'm even just and not even like the, the star players 
not even the star players could make a play tonight to like Matt Marner got a, a nice rebound off a JT shot on the power play. And that's all that the three best players on the ice could do. I mean, sure. Barkov's good and Kachuk's good, but you know, like, but like make a play, design a power play that puts 34 in a high danger scoring position. They don't have that. They don't appear to have a play for him right now, and I don't, I don't, I don't get that. They were one for five, like, like that, and and the, the the four that didn't work were absolutely dreadful. The the penalty, the power plays were really odd though, because I think four of them were like offsetting, so it was really weird. Like it wasn't a true power play, but yeah, I, but you, I, should, I, you, I should, should you should be able to be out there for thirty seconds on the PP. And be able to set up your best player for a for a one timer or something like that. Not They're with just, like what's that? Fifty thousand. Not with like fifty thousand drop passes. To get the puck in there. Oh my god! And Klingberg. <laughs> he couldn't. He didn't even make a, a drop pass at one point tonight. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think though, like it's just it's foolish to get like super upset and like yeah. criticize them harshly after four games. Be, to, just just because we did the same thing last year and then oh, like yeah. they like it's. I, I get what you're doing here. Like it's it's kind of like your shtick. Like you're you're getting all fired up, but it's 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 not even Halloween yet. I don't have a shtick. This is yeah, my Halloween do. costume. This is this is October Trevor. You actually uh, you sent a, a complimentary text message towards John Tavares tonight, <laughs> and I, I I didn't know if it was like laden with sarcasm. Thrown so off. No. So it was the context was okay. I texted you after the goal because they they. It sort of dropped it out to JT at the slot. He took a one-timer, and then um, uh, Marner gathered the rebound and scored. And I said, there you go, JT, the straw that stirs the drink. And and so I was – but I was being complimentary, but I, I was being facetious as well because I knew it would throw you, throw you off because I typically – don't like what we're getting for a million eleven million dollars right now out of JT, that, right? So that is not what you texted me. You just texted me, JT is the straw. Ha ha ha. Oh yeah, the straw. But you <laughs> did you do you know the phrase? Yes, I do. Oh. And that's what I thought you were getting at. But then I was just like, that's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, if you would have said the straw that turns the drink, I yeah, I would have picked up on that when you JT's the straw. Ha ha ha. It's like what what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it meant that like they 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 sucked on the power play and then JT gets one touch and they score. That's kind of what I was sort of saying. Like his line played well all night. Like, I, you know, I the, thought he had jump, and I I laughed. I laughed though because in the third period, JT corrals the puck in their own zone, and he and he goes. <laughs> And he just skates up to the middle of the ice and he gets to center ice and he just tries to do like the most basic minor hockey forehand, backhand deke around a guy. And he just like gets poke checked like it was like the coach doing it to an eight-year-old. Like sometimes JT just thinks he's still in minor hockey and he's like the 12-year-old with a beard and everybody else's balls haven't dropped yet. And he, <laughs> and he just, he forgets that sometimes. Like he, sometimes he, when he just, even when he shoots from the top of the circle, he forgets that he's just not that, he's not that... um that guy that got a special exemption into the Ontario Hockey League and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's like, it's the NHL, JT. And I, I know sometimes you just like to throw back, turn back the clock a bit, but uh, I, I, I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, I'm having fun with this season. It's it's good because nothing matters. I, I, nothing no, matters. It, 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 it does matter, though. I, I think that's where, like, 
you need to have fun with it because it does matter because it does matter to win the division and it does matter to get home advice or home ice advantage because those are the little things that make a difference but and I, for for okay. me like because you again just with with this being florida it didn't really feel like it was a, a rematch that they are missing their two of their top d man sam bennett wasn't playing there's no more radko gudis yeah obviously you still have barkov and uh chuck but they they, they had quiet games they yeah. they were do, do, really do you, do you not think, that noticeable do you think if if bennett is playing that there's a different tone to that game do you think, do, do you think Reeves is like having, Actually, having a no. conversation or do you think if uh, Gudis is playing like there's a little bit more uh, animosity that maybe even Nyes goes and has a conversation with somebody? Initially, I'm like, yeah, it does. But then like, no, it's game four. These, these guys know they have to pace themselves. Like they're going to play them two or three more times this year. But that's, but that's the attitude. That's the attitude that, that, that makes me mad that, that, that they don't conjure up that kind of hatred in game four. You can hate somebody whenever you fucking want to. Right. Like, and if you don't, it, it breeds apathy. And there's so there's just, it's just so much apathy around that kind of hockey for them. You know, like they had the couple of Revo fights at the beginning, but like, Somebody just should have like after Willie got hurt, like somebody should have just went and dummy, fucking Sam Reinhardt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like that, that. I think that that apathy is bred into that team, and I think it hurts them in the long run. It's such a fine line though, because we brought. I, I even brought it up tonight with you, and we've talked about it numerous times in this pod though of, of doing something like that. Nazem Kadri did that several times, and it fucking cost us series. Yeah. Like the like what you said there was to go out of your way and be dirty against one of their star players. Right. Like that but we, that's happened and that's cost us. See that's that but that's why that's why you can't go from zero to a hundred because that's when you mess up, right? But if you if you continuously like go from like you're at like thirty percent living on the edge all the time, like all the time, like face washes, scrums, and that's just that's your that's just your baseline personality, then it's not such a big jump to go to a hundred when you have to. But if you live at five percent, then like I don't know, like people don't respect you and you're just an you're just an easy regular season game most nights for, for teams. And I, I think that's, that's the not... culture that they're just they're I think that's a culture they're trying to build with the snot comment and stuff like that. And then, like a game like tonight, where they had a chance to, you know, just to kind of be be assholes because of what happened last year, and like it should it should matter, even though it's game four, because that was that that sucked last year, and they shouldn't have such short memories. Yeah, it's positive and negative. Yeah, you've done you've done well tonight with all the counter questions I've asked you. You just don't answer them, and you just you say what you want to say. Yes, yes, I, I have a, this is my platform. I can tell you're just like I don't care what you say. I'm gonna have a point, and I'm gonna say it, and that's I'm gonna believe that, and that's that. Okay, can we move on to something else? That there's been a bee in my bonnet for more more than a long time, and it just it came out this year with an Instagram post. Well, for, uh, TSN put an Instagram post out, and I never like I've never once commented on an Instagram post in my life, but Craig Button quoted on a TSN Instagram post where about Connor Bernard. And some of the stupid questions he's been asked by the media and all the um, availability he has to have is like, well, you know, when you're a generational player, you sometimes you just got to put this is what you got to put up with. And so I, I commented 
I commented on the post, I just think on my personal Instagram account, which is actually pretty fire. Um, I, it's I, good. <laughs> I, um, I said, can we stop overusing or misusing the term generational? And then it got into our, like a pretty good discussion with some other people about, about, um, who is generational and, and like, and like, and people have, and it, be, and it kind of proved my point that the, the terminology has been super watered down because there's a new, according to some people's responses, there's 10 or 12 active generational players in the NHL. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, that's not, that's not generational. Including Kale McCarr, right? And there's like, two current generational players in the NHL. Yeah. Connor Sydney McDavid, Crosby. Sydney Crosby. Yes, and 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 I, I and I'm That's not it. I'm not hating on McDavid, but like the the standard that has been set by what I consider the other generational players, i.e., so I'm I'm jumping like Gordy Howe to Wayne Gretzky slash Lemieux, you missed to, Bobby Orr to uh, Bobby to yeah so Howe or Gretzky Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, and and now McDavid is I think McDavid is a freak. I think he is generational in waiting, but he has to have a title. Yeah, like, like, I, like I would just he's say conquered a skill set that has never been matched before. I would just say though he, he's such a freak at what he does mm-hmm. and the, like what he's like, and that's why I put him there, even though he hasn't won. But if he yeah. wants to be on that Mount Rushmore, I, I, I get he it. needs multiple cups. Yes, yeah, because like not one, multiple. And I kind of thought after the fact, so like some of the examples people put out there um, like oh so, so let's say Ovi's a generational goal scorer like you you could almost do o- sid slash Ovi, almost but then like the the only player in the league who scored um more goals than like okay what i'm trying to say like there's only one player who's scored more goals than uh, or than wayne gretzky or or been come close to gretzky's highest ever achievement and that was brett hall but no yeah. one thinks of him as generational Right. So like, it's just the, the term generational needs to mean generation. Like in your family, there's a new generation every 20 to 30 years. Yeah. But now they've gone uh, and they've watered it down. Like the term goat, like the term generational, like Connor Bedard is not a generational player. He could be a bust. Like we don't, we don't know that. Like yeah. he, he could be, he could be, I mean, I, he's probably, probably not going to be Neil Yakupov, but holy fuck, there was a lot of hype around Neil Yakupov back in the day. Yeah, like a few other players that probably would lump in with that terminology because I think there is a distinction within hockey because you would really have three defined positions. Mm. I think you'd probably say Nick Lindstrom, probably the best defenseman of the last yeah. 30 years. Yeah. He won like, what, seven or eight Norris trophies yes. in a row. Yeah, that's fair. Like three or four cups. If you go start and then, positionally. Yeah, and then I would say you can probably lump Patrick Waugh and Marty Brodeur. Like, like just – like yeah. the longevity, both like where top three in wins, like Dominic three or Hashtag. four cups seat. Yeah, like 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 the like there's the, you can't really go back like outside of modern age goalies because the goalies were so bad. Yeah, back then like and, yeah. and like it's, but at the same time, it, yeah, I agree. Like everything that Connor McDavid is, or, or sorry, Connor Bedard has shown is like, yeah, this kid's gonna be unreal. But he's mm-hmm. coming. He's got like what two points in five games or four mm-hmm. games, and yeah. yeah, he looks great. Yeah, but. He didn't score four goals in his first no. fucking game, and, and I don't, and I don't lump Matthews in. in I, 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 I can't 
in good conscience, as much as I am a Leaf fan, I, I can't say Mc, Matt, McDavid slash Matthews. Like it just, it's you just, could only say it if he wins like another hard trophy, at least one Stanley Cup, like a yeah. Selkie trophy. Like he's going to be in the running for Selkie now with what he's yeah. doing on the penalty kill. Yeah. And like then you could go back and say, yeah, he was a generational talent because mm-hmm. of what he did. Yeah. But and right now got, it's you like. You almost got to win the score. You almost got to win the Rocket by 20 goals one year. You know what I mean? Like you just got to like just blow the blow the field away. Like you, like I would say, like Matthews is probably probably if he stays in this trajectory, it'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But even a first ballot Hall of Famer is not a fucking generational player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he like Matthews, like all things being fair to him, had had there not been a pandemic, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, he has three sixty goal seasons, and that's that's unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's you know, yeah, that's that, that's legitimate. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's it. That's it. That's all. Um, have you got everything off your chest? I have. I feel really good. Yeah. How was and, the beer? Um, you know what? I, I it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I would I would give it like a um, I, I forget our beer ratings. Um, give me a second. I have them written down. It, it wasn't. I, I, I I'm gonna give it like our second one like not, not one one below the matthews opening night so the one below the matthews opening night is winning the first round but losing the second in horrendous fashion yeah it was, it was like that yes like the number I, I, one I, I, ranking again is the jto ot winner in the first mm-hmm. round yes and so I, I would do that because like even though i liked it i, I like we'll never have this beer again <laughs> <laughs> right like because there's a lot of beer out there there is right so um just for the uh, programming note um i'm going to uh, saskatoon tomorrow is it your christmas baking weekend no it's not oh no i'm gonna, oh. miss, I'm gonna miss that my niece is getting married in saskatoon on um on saturday gonna so, get into the pill uh yeah a lot of pilsner there'll be a lot of pilsner <laughs> drank this weekend and uh and so but we're staying till like next saturday very nice. So maybe we won't we won't be hitting it up until maybe after the next week's Saturday game or something like that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So we'll take a take a few extra days off here and uh, and go for it. Maybe we'll come back and they've won like four games in a row no, and they're like on not, a heater. That's not happening until because you you and I have set a precedent of when this team heats up and it is early November. Because you're you're and going to a game, aren't you? Going to the Canucks game on. In, uh, I think it's November 11th. Or okay, November that's about 10th. that's about that's about right. That's about the right time for you to intervene on this bullshit. Yeah, likely. It'd be, yeah. Like, it'd be like game 12 or something of the year, and it's like yeah. it's a classic. Being like, what the fuck is going on with this team? And then yeah. they just like remember having hockey, and they just take it to like where they will be until yeah. they lose in the playoffs. And if it, if it is truly is November 11th, you can go then like just, you can just support the troops so hard. Yeah, no, yeah. that'd be awesome. That'd be good. Be a good little uh, pregame. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, um, that was that was that was very cathartic. It was good. I, <laughs> I got nothing else to say. Okay, except go. Let's go. go. Let's go.
Thank you.